Welcome back to The Watchlist. I'm Nicole Petalides. So we had more layoffs in the tech world. Even today, Dell announced cutting 5% of the workforce. It's been a very tough time for tech. Here to talk about these job cuts and what we've been seeing in technology and maybe some alternative ways to go through this, joining me right now, Candy Valentino, finance and wealth advisor, the author of Wealth Habits. Candy, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on with us. So I want to hear all about the book, but what are some of the things, the biggest reasons why these companies are resorting to layoffs, and they're obviously cutting costs in a big way, but I know you think there may be alternatives. So let's start from the beginning. I mean, what do you think is the big picture happening here? Well, you figure Meta started this in last quarter, right, when they cut 11% of their jobs. And so I think there's a lot of investor pressure then when one tech company is doing it and seeing positive effects on their bottom line. Now, all of a sudden, there's pressure for other tech companies to do that. And when you think about the numbers, you know, even just 5% of Dell's workforce, what is that, 6,000 jobs? If the average, you know, employee package is $100,000, that's $600 million that they're able to reduce. And so I think that when one company does that, um, there is a lot of pressure for others to follow suit. I think also that this is a direct reflection of, you know, our government putting a lot of money into corporations' hands through COVID, through PPP money, um, employee retention credits. And once those all go away, now, you know, we need to start getting lean and efficient on the bottom line. And so employee cuts is unfortunately one of the first places people look. Yeah, and we know even Zuckerberg said the year of efficiency, and people love that. They want to see a better balance sheet. Um, while these growth companies have been exciting and there's been a lot of spending and, and you know, profitability wasn't even a thing at, at one point. You know, these companies were going public and everybody loved them, and they were talking about the path to profitability. And now, you know, we're back to the basics. Um, are some of these layoffs misguided? Could things be done differently that may, in the long term, better serve the company? You know, it's interesting. I think that when you do a mass layoff, people think automatically of the, the money that they're saving for the company, but you do lose a lot as well. Like you're losing maybe key employees that retain a lot of information on the company. You have a lot of people that are taking severage packages and then they're getting additional benefits for months to come. Perhaps there's a different way. I don't know that many people want to go this route, but, you know, look at just taking an overall reduction of your entire workforce and saying, hey, rather than us cutting 5 to 11 percent, which is what most of these tech companies are doing, can we take an overall 6 to 7 percent wage reduction on the bottom tier of our employees? And can leadership take a cut and come up with the same type of efficiency? I think it would be interesting to at least run the numbers and do the math to see if that's a viable possibility rather than just laying a bunch of people off. Right, understood. And so um, that may be in easier in certain industries than others, right? I mean, is it hard when you break it down industry by industry? You may see some possibilities in some, whereas others are really up against the wall. Yeah, I think every sector is different, but at the core of business, right, we either increase revenue or decrease expenses. And so I think a lot of these companies, like you said, were on such a growth path and they weren't even caring about profitability recklessly. And then when it shows in the stock and they start to have some, you know, downturns in the market, now they need to start being efficient. And it's the first place to go. And I do think that we're at a place, depending on the sector and overall, that there's other places that we can take reductions and not necessarily just lay off 
5 to 11% of the workforce. I do think that the companies, when they go to rehire again after this year of efficiency, that they're going to then be training a lot of new people. And that has a lot of opportunity costs, a lot of unseen costs that doesn't necessarily translate to the P&L um, and definitely doesn't translate to the market. Right, understood. And at this point, too, I also am wondering, um, I, I want to talk about your book. Just the final thoughts here, though. Um, diversity is also something that is changing the landscape. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's part of it as well. But I think if we look at not necessarily always doing what everyone else is doing and doing what's best for the company and what's best for people, right? It's like hiring the best people for our companies to do the best job. And if we come from that place and we're not just looking necessarily for um, diversity as far as employees or diversity, diversity even in the market itself, I think that it's a much easier growth path in order to be t maintain profitability and grow it. Right, understood. Tell me a little bit about wealth habits. What, what's the theme of the book? Yeah, so I've been building my own businesses since 1999, so for the last 25 years. And I basically just broke down, you know, a, a few of the ways, six ways to really build extraordinary wealth, have financial freedom that anyone can do, regardless if you have, you know, the perfect parents or the perfect degree or the perfect background. Wealth, success is here for you. Um, being an entrepreneur and investing for the last 25 years, it's just proof that anyone can do it, regardless where you come from or what your current situation is right now. So it just, it kind of breaks open the playbook, the no BS way of how to build wealth, even in this economy, because the interesting thing is it doesn't matter what's happening in the country's economy. Nothing is more important than what happens in your own personal economy when it comes to personal finance. And so we break it down really simply for everyone to be able to implement. Candy Valentino, great to see you. Congratulations on the book. Thank you so much for being with us. Author of Thank Wealth you. Habits. Thank you.